This is the Casper and Chris podcast. From News Talk KBOI, Boise. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 6.06 on Thursday morning, and Mike Casper is not here. No, he has gone on a golf vacation, which I don't completely understand because he golfs like every day that he possibly he can here all the time. when he's not on vacation. So why go on vacation and do the same thing you do all the time anyway? That would be like, say, if, if uh, you and I took a trip to Chicago or something and then stayed in our hotel rooms and watched TV the whole time. Chris Walton making sense already this morning. <laughs> By the way, I'm Rick Worthington filling in today, so automatically uh, Trump supporters are like, ah, crap, turn off the radio. Well, they were bound to do it sometime. I mean, the they were. You're right. Might as well do it now. Sure. The good, good news, though, Chris. Yeah. As far as I can tell, Donald Trump hasn't said anything stupid yet today. Yet. Well. The day is early. It's only 6.07. And I take it back. Has he tweeted, or, or what do you call it on the Truth Network when you, uh, when you put out a message? I don't know. Truth Social. You, you just, Truth? You just post something, I guess. You just, well, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know that, that he's posted anything yet today. So, I mean, I, I'd look, except I don't go on that website. So, I've been on I'm re- it. Um, I'm going to let somebody else tell me whether he said something stupid or not. I've been on it. It's, it's sort of like uh, Twitter, but with like half the opinions. So now, I, I did pledge... Last time I did this program with you, mm-hmm. and we talked about Donald Trump a little bit, I said I would not say anything mean or crass and or try to point the finger, make fun of Donald Trump. I said I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't okay. stoop to that level. I mean, are you at the point where you want to be nice to him? I just, just don't want to talk about it if I can help okay, it because just, I'm bound to say something bad about the guy. Okay, you can just ignore it altogether. That's fine, I too. did see the Fox interview that Donald Trump did, mm-hmm. to which half the time I was like, I can't believe he's saying this. It was rather, so I'm not it, it was rather, out and out calling him stupid. I'm just like, why did they let him was, do this interview? It was rather contentious, wasn't it? Contentious? I thought the I thought the gentleman that did the interview and I don't remember his name right offhand. Brett Bear. Thank you. I thought that he did as well as he could do in saying No, actually you lost that election. No, 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 hold on please. I'm not I'm not going to make fun of Donald Trump. Both I'm just saying them. that I thought Mr. Bear did everything he could both of them to though. call BS without saying what? Mhm. Both, Shut up, both dude. Of, both of them had the ability, the ability to <laughs> rattle off a whole lot of uh, statistics and and uh, facts and things like that in a row. A bear was working with notes. Trump was not. That's but, clear. But th- there was one point. Well, I'm where, sorry. Was that? Th- there was one point where <laughs> um, you had already. Yeah, there I'm was. Sorry. One, there was one point where Trump uh, gives a long list of like his accomplishments while he was in office. I got three minutes. With I'm already just, being snide, and, and it's just so fast and rapid fire. Yeah. It's. So it made for an interesting interview anyway. I, uh, I I thought it was interesting. I did watch it. Um, I don't have a lot of good things to say, so my position hasn't changed. <laughs> we, could, we could if if Casper was here, we'd probably be talking about bacon right oh, now. Oh, we so, might uh, be. We might be. And you know, there's good 
good reason for that. What do you think of bacon? I like bacon. Well, Me too. I'm, I'm in favor of it. Great. Uh, the and now on to the next thing. There is another January 6th rioter who has been sentenced to more than 12 years in prison. 12? Uh, more than 12 years is what it says. So 13? Uh, I'll read the story to you so right. you know what we're talking about here. A January 6th rioter who tased a police officer in the neck during one of the most violent clashes of the Capitol attack was sentenced to more than 12 years in prison yesterday. So they got him for assault and battery then. Daniel Joseph Rodriguez pled guilty earlier this year to multiple felony counts and admitted to the FBI that he drove a stun gun into the neck of then Metropolitan Police Department officer Michael Fon, uh, Fanone. Is that how you say his name? I'm not sure. I don't say it usually. He yelled at the time, Trump won! I was, he was rolled out of the courtroom. Really? Trump won! He, he, he yelled that as he was rolled yeah, out of the as, courtroom? Yeah, as they took him out of the courtroom, that's what he was screaming. Yeah. Video well, of the violent clash at was least played uh, during the January 6th Congressional Committee hearings, by the way. At least he's committed, I guess. Yeah. He told the committee about joining other officers on the front lines of the riot, saying his fellow officers looked beat to hell and described the rioters as terrorists. Now, this is the uh, the gentleman that you've seen many times speaking to the cameras. I I honestly don't remember how to say his last name, but I think it's Fanone. I don't know. But he is one of the uh, the guys who did testify during the hearings. You would recognize him if you saw his picture. Okay. But yeah, the, uh, the gentleman who uh, tased a police officer, Daniel Joseph Rodriguez, pled guilty. And screamed, Trump won! As they put him in cuffs and hauled him off to the Gray Bar Hotel. Like I said, he hasn't changed his mind. Yeah. So we'll talk about that a little bit at some point today. Uh, I'm very interested in the Brian Koberger case. Of course, Up he is... Moscow. Yep. He is the guy that... Uh, is accused of killing four University of Idaho students. And there is pretty good DNA evidence now against him that links him to the crime scene. It appears that the DNA is as damning as anything they could find in this case. And that is we're talking about today as well. And as always, it's it's their main piece of evidence. It is it? Yeah. DNA evidence is uh, exactly why how the FBI and police z- just you know targeted Mr. Koberger. Yeah, he left behind a knife sheath. That is correct, and that is what where they found DNA evidence that links him to the crime scene. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll talk about that today as well. And it, as I was about to say, we always open up the phone lines for you. At 208-336-3700, 1-800-529-KBOI, or pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Again, I'm Rick Worthington, in for Mike Casper, who is... Uh, golfing. Golfing. He's yeah. in Bend. And apparently, I didn't even realize this, but apparently in Bend, there is like uh, one golf course for every person that lives there, or something like that. I mean, there, there are just tons of them, I guess. I haven't golfed in Bend yet. Um, I intend to uh, 
give that a try at some point. Um, I, I don't know how expensive it is to golf there. I don't either. I mean, I mean, it's in Mike Casper's budget, but for me, it's too expensive to golf here. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it <laughs> wouldn't to, improve anybody. I going used to over golf to a lot right up until I had to start paying for it. We used to have a, an agreement at a station that I worked at in mm-hmm. Nevada. And part of our agreement was we would help promote some of their events and they would let us golf during the year. And when that ended, I quit playing golf because it's expensive. You know, we run those ads for X golf, and I, and I said that would be great. I, I would probably be good at that because I'm an X golfer. Yeah, an X golfer. That's one way of putting it. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, it I, haven't, is, I haven't played in about a decade and a half. So. I get the golf clubs out every once in a while. What really happened to me is this, though. I the last time I went and played. Those golf clubs did not do what I told them to do, so I put them in the closet to teach them a lesson, and they still haven't learned it. Sports here on News Talk KBOI is brought to you by the Pork Belly in CUNA, where my good friend Chef Wally is up there making all kinds of wonderful things, and now we can talk about bacon as much as we want. Mm-hmm. They, do, they do pretty pretty well. That's why it's called the Pork Belly. Uh, great breakfast starts at 7 o'clock this morning. Go check them out today in CUNA. I want to talk to you about last night's Boise State Football summer classic. It's oh, you know what? I've got all kinds of stuff going on, on this computer. Hang on, Elizabeth. There we go. Now we could do this. The Boise State football summer softball classic was apparently a slugfest last night. And with more on that, we check in with Bob Beeler. The defense outscored the offense fourteen to twelve last night. Three sixth year seniors homered. DJ Schram and Dimitri Washington went deep for the defense, while Riley Smith bashed one for the offense. Prior to the game, backup quarterback Maddox Madsen held off defending champ DJ Schram to win the home run derby. Last night's game was the first one since twenty nineteen. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. Yeah, so that was a slugfest last night. Uh, something going on tonight? The NBA draft tonight? Yeah. I think we kind of already have an idea who is going to be. Well, we do, we know who's going to be the number one pick. It's the guy from uh, France. Uh, and uh, he's going to go to the San Antonio Spurs. He's going to go number and one then, overall. And then the rest of the uh, night is what we would call an anticlimax. <laughs> yeah. There was a trade made in the NBA as well that we can tell you about involving Kristaps Porzingis, mm-hmm. Tyus Jones, a three-team deal. Oh, let's see. Is Mark Smart a part of this? Yeah, the Boston Celtics, Washington Wizards, and Memphis Grizzlies agreed to a three-team trade late last night that sends Porzingis to the Celtics, Marcus Smart to the Grizzlies, and guard Tyus Jones to the Wizards. Uh, this is all according to ESPN. There's a lot of moving pieces in it, but it looks like it's a done deal. And it does set up some different things for the draft tonight as well that you'll be hearing about. KBOI News Time is 617. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. KBOI News Time is 624, minus Mike Casper today. Good morning, I'm Rick Worthington. You can call us anytime, 208-336-3700, 1-800-529-KBOI, or pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. I got an instant message already this morning. It says, hey, Worthington, you suck. You went that whole segment and didn't say anything about Hunter Biden. You're a jerk. <laughs> Signed, Maga Johnny. Right. Maga Johnny? Maga Johnny. Oh, like, oh, M-A-G-A, okay. Yeah, Maga. 
Make America Great Again. Yeah. For some sure reason, that's the acronym. For some reason, when you said Magajani, it popped into my head like it's all one name. <laughs> Hello, I am well, Magajani. You know, could be. That's the handle he's using. Oh, that's right. Magajani. All right. Thanks for the instant message today. I'll handle it right now. I just hadn't had a chance to get there yet, but you're right. We I'm a jerk. We did talk about him for four hours <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Federal judge yesterday set a court date of July 26th for Hunter Biden to make his initial court appearance related to a plea deal that he agreed to Tuesday mm-hmm. following a five-year Justice Department investigation. The hearing was ordered by U.S. District Court Judge uh, Mary Ellen Norica, District of Delaware, hours after she was assigned the case. Uh, Biden, of course, is the son of President Joe Biden, who didn't pardon his son. <laughs> I just want to, you know, make that perfectly clear. But he agreed to a plea deal regarding the pair of six related misdemeanors and a pretrial diversion agreement on a felony gun charge. The judge will have the power to either approve or reject the plea deal prosecutors brokered with Hunter Biden's legal team. And he does have a team of lawyers that he has not had to fire yet and or walked off the case because they just don't get what he's talking about. Haven't seen that happen anytime. Most yeah, recently. His, his case is less complicated. I'm than only some. pointing it out because I'm a jerk as Maga Johnny Light likes to point out. It, he didn't use the word jerk. Hey, he says, you're a jerk. Oh, okay. Hey, it. Worthington, you suck. Yeah, I was going to say he did say that. Uh, sorry. Um, we're going to get a little bit of that today. But yes, Hunter Biden was in court related to that plea deal. Um, your impression of Hunter Biden, honestly, Chris? I don't what, even know what he sounds like. I mean... I kind of think. Hi, he, I'm Hunter Biden. How I mean, I kind of think he's a scumbag. <laughs> if, if we're being honest, and I'm not pointing fingers, but Hunter Biden is not the cleanest wing of the Biden family tree. And be funny while, if he, it, while he, be funny if it be he while he may be a scumbag, while he may be a scumbag, and I think it's likely, mm-hmm. I don't know that you can blame all of his uh, legal issues on his father. I'm not saying that's true or not true, but I, I'd I like think, to see more of this in court. I, I think a lot of them you can blame on drugs. I think you can. You know, we don't all smoke crack, but if we did. We probably understand better. KBY Assu- News. Assuming we were able to understand anything, <laughs> I, at anything point, at all, yeah. right? I'm a jerk. You suck, Worthington. <laughs> KBY News time is six twenty-seven. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk. KBOI. 6.35 on News Talk KBOI. I'm Rick Worthington in for my Casper today, who is golfing in Bend. And he'll be doing that through through Monday. Yeah, that's what I understand. I guess they're going to play every single day, too. Which takes a little bit of stamina. Well, I don't know. He's Even up if to you it. are riding around in a cart. <laughs> Here's something else that we haven't mentioned in the program yet today, which is the House of Representatives voted yesterday to censure a Democrat from California, Representative Adam Schiff. 
he was pushing claims that the former president, Donald Trump's 2016 uh, presidential campaign colluded with Russia. A vote that made Schiff just the third member of the House to be censured since the turn of the century. And that resolution passed 213 to 209 in a vote that every Republican voted for it, except for six who voted present and every Democrat voted against it. Immediately following the vote, Democrats gathered on the floor and chanted shame and disgrace as House Speaker Kevin McCarthy tried to gavel the House in order for several minutes. Uh, I think he eventually just stopped. I think he did, too. McCarthy then asked Schiff to present himself in the well of the House, and Democrats clapped and cheered as he approached. After being interrupted several times by Democrats, McCarthy said, I have all night. He was going to wait all night. Schiff then stood in uh, well of the house as required by the resolution. And uh, he was hugged and cheered by dozens of Democrats who surrounded him. The measure also requires the House Committee on Ethics to investigate Schiff's falsehoods, misrepresentations, and abuses of sensitive information. He was censured. We could mm-hmm. play. I, I do have audio. We could play it if we wanted to. Is that something you want to hear? Him not talking? Well, no, the, the speech that he gave that got him oh. censured. We don't have to. Well, we could, I suppose. KBOI News Time is 637. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. Mike Casper is out today. It's 642 on Thursday morning. I'm Rick Worthington filling in. And the number to call here, 208-336-3700. You can call 1-800-529-KBOI. Or you can just, uh, if you've got a Verizon wireless, you can get us at pound 670. John is on the line from Napa. Thanks very much for calling this morning. John, how are you today? I'm good this morning. What Are we are um, we talking just- about Hunter Biden? Yeah, I'm an ultra-conservative MAGA um, Republican, so I believe in equal justice for everybody. And I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to defend the guy. Hunter Biden. Wow. Okay. Well, as far as the the court process, um, there is such a thing called a Measure 11 plea agreement. And that goes for everybody who qualifies for it. Mm -hmm. Basically, if you have multiple charges... And, you know, you like a really in a felony, you know, a big fat charge on that. You can actually make an agreement with the court that you will plead guilty to certain lower charges. However, you still have that felony hanging over your head. So if you mess up, um, you're no court, no nothing. You just go to prison. for Right. Right. So um, he's he, you know, depending. I'm, I'm curious as to what kind of probation officer he's going to get. Because this is where once you get once you get your butt in a sling on probation with something like this mm. over your head, it's really hard to get out. So if he has a probation officer that's going to follow the rules, so uh, if, drug test him, make sure he's following the following the line, then you know he may end up in prison anyway. Yeah, if he has a uh, if he has a relapse on on uh, doing drugs, he could be uh, in prison for a number of years. Actually. Exactly. But like I said, I wanted to say that this Measure 11 plea agreement is applicable for anybody who actually qualifies for it. There is a so it's a normal application process. It is a normal thing. Yes, it's not. um, It's not dual justice. Well, John, it's nice of you to uh, chime in on this this morning. I know there's not many 
Trump supporters out there that want to have anything good to say about Hunter Biden, but I think I think you're right yeah, in this case. Fair. Nevertheless, I still think he's kind of a scumbag. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, we agree. Right on, my man. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, John. Bye. You take care. <laughs> hey, I'm it's on the nice. same page with one MAGA. It's, it's nice to find common ground, isn't it? It, it is. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it where I can get it. I still have instant messages that say, you know, Worthington, you suck. That's awesome. It's time for sports. It's 645. It's brought to you by the Pork Belly in downtown CUNA. They open up in about 15 minutes. Was the biscuits and gravy soup last week all that in a bag of chips? I didn't ever get to taste it. You didn't actually. get to taste it? No, I was busy uh, eating the uh, uh, the thing that you had recommended to me. The which chicken was fried the steak? chicken fried steak. Which Best was, I've ever had. Uh, the thickest chicken fried steak I've ever had in yeah. my life. Yeah. Did Mike Casper say anything about the biscuits and gravy soup? Because yeah, it was supposed he, to be like one of his bright ideas. He said it was wonderful. Yeah. Well, and and the biscuits are are basically concentrated into a crouton, yeah, and so it's 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 kind of gravy soup. It's it's not just watered down gravy either. It's gravy soup. Okay, we're talking a, you know a real chef here, Chef Wally, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, yeah, Mike Casper doesn't have any culinary experience. In fact, I'm not sure that he cooks at all. Well, he's got eating experience, which <laughs> is the other. Are know, we making fat jokes? That's the other side. I love of the, it. I don't make fat jokes. You no, know that. no. I'm, I'm saying I just have no in room. general, when Mike's not here, we get to make fun of him. I have no and, room to make fat jokes or for practically anything <laughs> else for that matter. In sports, <laughs> uh, Boise State has a former quarterback, Brett Rippon, who is going to be playing with the Los Angeles Rams this year. Uh, and he's beginning his fifth season in the NFL. We had a chance to hear from him. After four seasons in Denver, Rippon left, signing a free agent deal with the L.A. Rams. He just finished his minicamp last week and talked about what he's liked about being with his new team. Just learning from Coach McVay, such a great leader and, you know, honestly somebody that reminds me a lot of um, Brian Harson as far as his organizational skills, um, offensive mind, and, you know, just really uh, stepped in right away and felt at home here. Rippon is the Mountain West all-time passing leader in both yards and completions, and he'll back up Rams starter Matthew Stafford. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. I don't suspect that Brett Rippon will be any more than the third-string quarterback with Stetson Bennett having been drafted and having won two national titles at Georgia. I think Stetson Bennett's the number two guy, and I think Brett Rippon's the number three guy. Third string is a good place to be, though, because you... You get paid. You can do that yeah. for a living. Yeah. And yet you don't really have, uh, you don't get a CTE because they're, you know. No. Just standing on the sidelines, you don't get a concussion. It's positive. It's positive. I'm saying healthier. KBOI News Time is 647. A great one. Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 707 on Thursday morning. Mike Casper is out today. I'm Rick Worthington filling in. I'll be here through Monday because Mike Casper likes to golf. (laughs) And he's got money to burn. So why not go to an expensive golf course in Bend, Oregon and just hack away? Actually, Mike's a pretty good golfer. I think they're going to play a different course every day, too. I think you can do that in Bend. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many courses are there. Three or four, I believe. Well, he said there were hundreds, actually, in that area. And I said, come on, that There's a lot like of golf out that way. It's a beautiful area, by mm-hmm. the way. We have to get into some news items this morning that, um, now this one is sad. Search intensifying 
for the submersible carrying five people that vanished while on tour the Titanic wreckage off the coast of Newfoundland, Canada. It's a 21-foot deep-sea vessel, submarine, for lack of a better word. Submersible. Submersible, yeah. It was... It's not uncommon when you have a submersible going down to see the the Titanic. Excuse me. It's not uncommon for them to lose communication with the the submarine. I'm just gonna. I'm calling it a submarine because submersible is too hard for me to say. It's my own fault because I tried to scramble down a cliff bar before we got back after the break. Um, Point here being. They lost contact with the vessel on Sunday morning. It had 96 hours of oxygen, and they believe they have run out of breathable air inside that vessel now. Uh, It's been 96 hours? Well, they say they lost contact 45 minutes after submerging Mm -hmm. with 96 hours of oxygen. That amount of breathable air is forecast to have run out Thursday morning, today. Oh, okay. That's according to the U.S. Coast Guard, which is coordinating search and rescue efforts right now. Um, There have been questions about who the five people are that are on board. There have been questions about how you even begin to search the seafloor for the submersible. I was hearing uh, information today. I think it was on Fox News that I was hearing, Chris, that, you know, they're listening very carefully to what's going on in the ocean to see if they can hear and or ping it all to Mm -hmm. get a trace of where this this vessel is. Yeah, and they said they've heard noises, but they can't figure out where they're coming from. Correct. And that's the problem. This is all going to end poorly because at this point. There is no way to get more air to them, even if you know where they're at on the bottom of the ocean floor. So if you can't get air to them, if you know where they're at, the only thing you can do is bring them up. But as you know, you can't just take that thing and head straight up because it's pressurized. Right. So you have to gradually go up. It's not looking good for them. It's not looking good. This is going to end bad. There's no way around it now. They don't have any air, and they can't get air to them. Yeah, it's bad. As bad as bad gets. So we should be hearing within the next several hours that all hope is lost, which is sad to say. But I mean, we'll wait. We'll wait for somebody else to make that determination of course we're just saying it looks like time has already run out as far as breathable air goes for the people that were on this voyage looking at the titanic and it's pretty expensive trip to take isn't it two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a piece is the price to go down in the submersible yeah and, Do- and so there's one guy uh who was with his son and he just wrote him a check for a half a million dollars which apparently did not bounce. It'd be nice if you can do that. (laughs) I just, I feel bad and I don't know, nor does anybody else right now know exactly what happened to this vessel, whether there was a mechanical malfunction, 
whether it's a communication thing and they there are some who are hopeful that when they lost communication with the vessel that they decided well we're not going down until we can reestablish communication went back up and that tide carried them out to see that they're on top of the water somewhere waiting for a rescue and i think that's holding out for Did hope you, of anything uh, right now one of the one of the guys on the on the vessel is uh, a british billionaire named hamish harding uh he's among the five people missing mm-hmm. uh his stepson here a couple of days ago went to a blink 182 concert and he's being criticized all over the place uh for that uh <laughs> i don't understand the he he said uh what am i supposed to do just sit around and watch the news <laughs> well we got we can't all I, do I, that, guess, I guess you know, i guess people think he'd be really you know sensitive and uh hanging out with family and everything and you know, waiting for every word but no he decided to go see blink 182 because he had gotcha. he had tickets i got you and he got criticized by cardi b and now they're having a big fight even though no one knows who he is really I should probably know who Cardi B is. She's an artist, but I couldn't tell you. Why are you laughing, Elizabeth? Why are you laughing at me? Pop culture has clearly passed me by a long time ago. I got the 80s and the 90s and some of the 2000s down, but Cardi B, I don't know what she does. She makes records. Well, yeah, I got that part. I just couldn't tell you what record she makes. Is somebody calling to make fun of me again? You suck, Worthington! Trump won! We've had some of that today already as well. It's uh, 714. Let's move on. It's time for sports. There it is. Quit laughing and hit the button already. Sports is brought to you by the Pork Belly in downtown CUNA. They are open and serving up, how does Mike say, Chef Wally deliciousness? Mm -hmm. Is that how he puts it? I think so. They really do have the best, I think, the best I think chicken the, fried steak I've ever had. I think one time he said lusciousness, but he backed off on that. Yeah, that's probably better. I'm saying that I feel like chicken fried steak is the staple of breakfast when you go out. I don't make chicken fried steak at home, but I can make pancakes. I can make French toast. I can make a waffle. I can make eggs. I can't make chicken fried steak. So when I go out, that's what I order. That's the best one I've ever had. Mm. Are you with me on this? Yeah, it's excellent. It's excellent. NBA draft is tonight. The San Antonio Spurs have the number one pick. They're followed by the Hornets. And then local favorite, Portland Trailblazers, at number three. Gee, Chris, I wonder who's going to go number one overall. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Wimbayama? Yeah, that would be the... uh... The, the gentleman from France who is Victor Wimbayama. seven foot four and basically plays like Kevin Durant, who is six foot nine. So I question this because I hadn't heard of him before people started talking about the NBA draft. And it's because he plays in France. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the most sought after number one overall selection since Patrick Ewing. And I'm told that if Patrick Ewing and this kid were in the draft together, it wouldn't be close. This kid goes number one every draft they've ever had. The most sought-after number one overall pick of all time. That's what I'm told. 
And, I mean, we've seen some sure things. I mean, LeBron James was a sure thing. Shaquille mm-hmm. O'Neal was a sure thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this kid, Wambayama. I was going to say the Trailblazers have had two or three sure things that turned out not That is a fact right there. I'm just saying, we know the Spurs are going to take this guy at number one overall, and they're not accepting any trade offers at this point. What the Hornets do at number two, the Blazers do at number three, the Rockets do at number four, the Pistons do at number five is clearly up in the air. KBOI News Time is 716. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. 723, time for us to get a little look at what's happening before the market opens today. Jeremiah Bates joins us this morning, guy that handles my money too. How you doing this morning, buddy? Trending in the right direction, I tell you. There's a, I think there's a little thing of strep throat going around. So is that what the, you got, strep? Y- you yep, gonna be okay? Uh, running on antibiotics, my friends. Do you so. need a cookie? Can we help? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I'm just messing with you, man. Uh, you know what happens at this point? I think I'm immune compromised. It's been a <laughs> rough start to the summer. Just get the household getting taken down with sicknesses. But, okay, um, you know we'll, we'll live. We'll live. No, but look, looking at futures market, um, and the market's been taking a little bit of a little bit of a breather this week. We're looking at a potential fourth day of slide. Not by much, though. I mean, if we're looking at the Dow, the S and P, and the Nasdaq, I mean it's it's in the red. Not by much, though. Um, and really, it's just coming down to, com- again, comments made by the Federal Reserve. And you also have the Bank of England coming through with a surprise 50 basis point rate hike to tackle their inflation. You have Jerome Powell making statements saying that inflation is uh, well above where it should be. And then basically all of the Federal Reserve members are agreed that they still have some some room to go as far as raising interest rates to be- bring inf- inflation down back to that 2% level that the Federal Reserve has been very clear about. So they're sticking to their guns. And you're seeing a little bit of reaction in the market. And I think a lot of this is also some profit taking from some high flyers that we've seen so far this year, especially in the technology space. So we're seeing a little bit of a little bit of a stall, a little bit of a breather. I don't anticipate any significant selling pressure to happen. Just kind of more of this uh, wait and see approach, particularly for the markets going through going through this week. And generally, these summer months, there's not a lot of. Um, Let's put it activity. You got a lot of a lot of big investors, a lot of people on Wall Street. They're they're taking time off. So uh, I'm I, I was anticipating this. I think if we're looking at really the remainder of this year, I think it's going to be really representative of what we saw in the beginning of the year, where we're going to see some big up weeks, some big up months. We're going to see some big down weeks and some big down months because a lot of the uncertainty of what has dr- driven this volatility is still there. And that really comes down to inflation. It really comes down to how is the Federal Reserve going to respond with their interest rates. So we're just digesting some of that news. And again, I think it's a little bit of profit taking as well. You're seeing, uh, at least in pre-market trading, Tesla coming under, coming under a little bit of selling pressure, and they've had a stellar run as of recent. So again, not a, not a mm-hmm. surprise in my opinion to see a, a little bit of markets going flat a little sideways right. right now i've noticed as well that there are a lot of people taking off during the summer and i think it's because they all have strep throat and <laughs> they just you know they need an extra day or two i'm you just know, nobody wants to hear me coughing i mean i basically had no voice for two days is that so, how it know. works you know every every summer because of allergies i'll lose my voice for a day or two as well and nobody's the wiser so that's the story i use and <laughs> I'm messing with you, man. Thanks very much for your time this morning. We'll chat with you again later, okay? Thanks, Jen. Thanks very much. Ah, All right, it is uh, Mm -hmm. 726.
Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. 742 on News Talk KBOI. Rick Worthington here with Chris Walton today. Mike Casper is out through Monday. Fourth of July weekend coming up. I know we've got a little ways before we get there, but Mm -hmm. we'll get a nice long weekend out of the deal because we'll have Monday and Tuesday off for that week. So Mike will no doubt have another golf vacation all lined up. Just waiting for him. Probably one much closer to home. Probably. Probably. Uh, A lot of people are hearing about what's going on in Washington these days. And... There was a censure yesterday. Adam Schiff was censured um, basically for making allegations that the Trump campaign was tied to Russia in 2016. A lot of people are not real sure where this is all coming from, but there's some testimony that was given about this, so... I just want to play this story for you from ABC. This is from ABC Radio, by the way. It's a story that aired uh, late yesterday afternoon. Uh, John Durham on Capitol Hill yesterday, the former DOJ special counsel, talking to lawmakers about his report on the government's investigation into Donald Trump's campaign and allegations that it was tied to Russia. Here it is. John Durham fielded questions from the House Judiciary Committee about his scathing report. Republicans seizing on Durham's conclusion that a full investigation should not have been opened into the Trump campaign in 2016 based on the tip initially given to the FBI. Democrats trying to undercut Durham's report by suggesting he was politically driven in casting Trump as a victim. The report concluded the DOJ and FBI failed to uphold their important mission of strict fidelity to the law. Durham telling lawmakers, This is not an easy fix. I mean, it's going to take time uh, to rebuild the public's confidence. Lindsay Watts, ABC News, Washington. And that, of course, is what led to Adam Schiff getting up in front of the rest of Congress and uh, basically saying the same thing, that Donald Trump was tied to Russia and they censured him for it. And it's no surprise. You know, there isn't any hard evidence of that. Just a report. And it was pretty much straight along party lines. Yeah, so. it was. There were there were six Republicans that did not vote. They but, just but said they didn't present. Vote. But they didn't vote no. <laughs> That's correct. So it was all Democrats voting against the censure. All Republicans that voted, voted in favor of it. And it was mm-hmm. enough. KBOI News Time is 745. It's time for sports. It's brought to you by the Pork Belly in CUNA. They are open. They're up and running. Whether it's a delicious breakfast you are looking for today... Fantastic coffee to get on your way out of town, or maybe even a big old burger later on this afternoon. Yeah, I drank all a, of that. I drank a pot of coffee while it was there Friday. <laughs> I'm, I do that as well. I, but that, it's kind of the uh, what I like to do when I go somewhere and have breakfast. I like I like to sit and I I like to physically read the newspaper. I like to drink coffee and eat my breakfast and just kind of hang out for a while. Newspaper now, what is that? I know, right? I hear what you're saying. Pork belly's open for you right now in CUNA. Check it out. Last night's Boise State football summer softball classic apparently was a slug, slug, not a slug. It was a slug fest. It's a whole different kind of slug. Kind of the opposite, really. Pop Peeler has more on that for us. 
Let's start it again. The defense outscored the offense 14-12 to last night. Three sixth-year seniors homered. D.J. Schramm and Dimitri Washington went deep for the defense, while Riley Smith bashed one for the offense. Prior to the game, backup quarterback Maddox Madsen held off defending champ D.J. Schramm to win the home run derby. Last night's game was the first one since 2019. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. I don't think anybody's going to be too surprised when I tell you the Seattle Mariners and the New York Yankees were planned, and the Yankees beat the Mariners again. 4-2 to two was the final of last night's game. Sorry, Mariner fan. KBOI Newstime 746. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. It's 7.53. Rick Worthington here with Chris Walton. News for you here at the top of the hour coming up. Local and national headlines. One of the things that you'll be hearing about today is about the North End Neighborhood Association. The North End Neighborhood Association is speaking out after dozens of pride flags have been stolen. I don't understand all the hate, Chris. So I'm just going to I'm just going to tell you how I feel about this and you criticize so however you want, folks. So it's not just a pride flag collector then. No, it's oh. not. Can't be. I don't understand why all the hate against people who are just about Loving who they want to love. I don't understand it. I don't understand the hate. I remember when the let's go Brandon flag started flying everywhere and the bumper stickers and the just the, you know, the let's go Brandon wasn't as offensive as the F Biden stickers and flags (laughs) that were flying all over the place. You know, a, a dude, little, dude flying that on the back of his pickup truck across town yeah, meant the same thing. Not but, okay. Uh, was was a little more subtle. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, the, and that's what I'm saying. A, a little more subtlety would, you know, but it's not like there weren't any on the far left doing the same thing about Donald Trump back in the day too. So I don't see those anymore. Well, they don't have as much merch. That's true. But I don't understand all the hate. Especially when it comes to something like pride flags. Really? So, those that are on the far right or the religious right that hate homosexuality because it's an abomination to Christ, they say, their words, not mine. Someone is going around and is so full of hate that they're just going to steal all the pride flags that are in town. Great. But I don't understand the hatred. I don't understand how somebody who is and I'm 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 generalizing here because typically the people that hate gay rights and or gay people so much are someone who is on the far Christian right. And I just don't understand why you hate people so bad. A lot of them were just brought up that way. I mean, I don't to mean, hate. Uh, I don't. I don't mean to uh, excuse it, but yeah, a lot of them were brought up to. Uh, 
I guess, chastise what they consider to be the, well, the sinners in the world. And, and I understand that. Absolutely, Chris. But if you're on the far Christian right, and the Christian is a part of it, isn't it very anti-Christian to hate someone so much? To a degree, yeah. Isn't that is. completely against what your religion is teaching you to begin with? I have a problem with all the hatred. Let's ease up. KBOI News Time is 7.56. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 8.07 on News Talk KBOI. Rick Worthington here with Chris Walton. As Mike Casper is on a little golf vacation for the next couple of days over in Oregon, which is good for him. Uh, the What we had been talking about last hour is the number of pride flags that have been stolen. Uh, about two dozen flags in all stolen uh, in the Harrison Boulevard area. The uh, Neighborhood Association Communication Chair, Autumn Street is her name says it's a problem that's been going on for several years now. And after all of these years of thefts and vandalism, they now say they kind of expect they're going to see it every year. People are going to steal the pride flags. And it's the city that gonna, puts those up on Harrison, isn't it? Or I is don't it the, or think is it all the of them. I think it's, you know, association. I think it's people that fly them outside their house. It's their flags that are being stolen. So the North End community is going to pick up the pieces by hanging up new flags with the help of Boise Pride Fest. Uh, They say that Boise police have amped up patrols in the neighborhoods and people up there are all going to try and play a part in preventing this in the future. But 23 pride flags, again, stolen this year. And I just... I'm saying to you now, I don't understand why people get so ticked off about somebody flying a rainbow flag outside their front door. Do you remember when we, the morning I did this show after somebody had had their Trump 2020 flag set on fire and or stolen before in front of their house? And... The guy who had his flag stolen and then burned said he was going to wait up all night, armed, waiting for somebody to come back and mess with the third flag that he put out in front of his house. And he was so angry that somebody would mess with his Trump flag that he was ready to shoot somebody. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying everybody is like that. Please, I'm, I'm not generalizing. I'm saying for years... They have been, during Pride Month, flying pride flags in their neighborhood. And as, a, and as a whole, their neighborhood has come together to show support during Pride Month. But now, it's so many times they have had flags stolen and or their yards vandalized that they just, well, this is going to happen every so- year. Pride Month and Halloween. I just don't understand the hate. Two times that you pay attention to uh, Harrison Boulevard. I guess. Paul, thanks for calling us this morning on News Talk KBOI. How are you, Paul? All right. What can I do for you? 
I, I think that the issue, part, part of the issue is, is about four different things. And one being, you know, the American flag is, is kind of sacred to the people that have fought for the country. And that's what they fight for when they, you ask them what they fought for. And so that's, that's not really protected. You can, you can um, burn an American flag and you don't go to jail for it. But you, you, you're adding a, a caveat there that if it's a pride flag, it, it's, it's, it's somehow, I think people think that it's their game, almost like the American flag. And so I don't think it's necessarily the right that's doing it. I think the people that disagree with the behaviors that the LGBTQ people um engage in, I think that's the issue that a lot of people have a problem with. And so it's not just it's not just the Jerry Falwell is running around stealing flags and burning them in a trash yeah. can somewhere. You're, uh, you're, you're right about the fact that uh, several years ago the uh, Supreme Court did rule that you can burn an American flag in protest and, and it's not uh, any kind of a felony or even a misdemeanor. It's just, you know, something right. as long as you don't start a fire of some sort. Uh, but that's that only applies if it's your flag. If it's like somebody else's flag flying outside their house, then you're de- you're destroying their property, and that's kind of what part of the issue is with, with this whole uh, pride flag thing. Is those you know pride flags? It's not somebody uh, just bringing a bunch of them to a big space and setting them on fire. It's just somebody who doesn't own them setting them on fire. I mean, uh, stealing them. Appreciate your call today, Paul. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I don't understand the hate. I I would love for everyone to just get along. I realize that that's a big ask anymore. <laughs> Always was. Rich, thanks very much for calling us this morning. How are you today, Rich? Oh, good. Uh, let me get you off speaker. Yeah, do uh, that. Give me off speaker. There you go. Well, I, I hate it when people call me on speaker phones. I hear you. <laughs> what do you have to say today, Rich? Under. Let's well, get to anyway, it. Uh, Chris was right before you corrected him uh, about these conservative Christians that are against this game teaching hate. Yes, they are. They're teaching hate to their kids and their kids, just like the same way racists thought racism to their kids. That That's what's going on. And I, I'm not saying it's kids that do it, but they were taught to hate by somebody. They were taught to hate gays by somebody. And, you know, and that's, that's that's just a fact. They didn't, you know, people that are against gays, the, the kids pick up on it and they learn it. People who are gay friendly, the kids pick up on it and they learn it. And that, you know, that is where I believe it's coming from. Most well, of it. I appreciate the call, Rich. Thank you very much for that today. I think hate is at the is at the bottom of it. I think that's what we get at when we talk about people that are stealing flags and or burning flags. Mm-hmm. Um we're talking about vandalism. You know, if if you're stealing a pride flag, it's probably because you hate gay people. And I think that's wrong. I don't understand where that hate comes from. Well, and there are a certain number of people that they don't really hate any people, but they don't like certain behaviors. Uh, obviously, I mean, they're taught by their parents, they're taught by their families, and sometimes they're taught in church that that kind of behavior is wrong. And if they truly believe it's wrong, 
then sometimes they think that uh, nobody should be allowed to engage in that kind of behavior, and so they have a tendency to say so, usually rather vocally. I got time for one more caller. Yeah, let's go for it. Concerned caller, thank you for calling us this morning on News Talk KBOI. How are you? Hey, pretty good this morning. How are you? I'm well, thank you very much. What's on your mind today? Curious, uh, well, I, I personally, you know, I think people can do whatever they want. It's you know, don't push your stuff on everybody else. But to assume that it's just hate and maybe not another case of Jesse Smollett um, could be another option out there. Explain that. What do you mean by that? Um, possibly people do things to themselves to draw attention or publicity. I see. So you're saying that the 23 flags that were allegedly not, taken may not have I'm actually not. been taken. They just want people to think that somebody had stolen those flags to try and make a point. It is a possibility and an option. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's there's not necessarily any evidence to that fact. But, I mean, you, yeah, it's, you don't know who stole them, so mm-hmm. it could have been somebody just trying to cause trouble or trying to uh, uh, make their point. You never, you never know. Concerned caller makes uh, a they, point, and they, I think it's valid, they and there rarely, is a chance that happened. They rarely steal a flag and leave a note. I think that when we're looking at this particular case, the LGBTQ plus community is looking for inclusion, mm-hmm. not looking for more ways and more things that would set them apart or make people upset. Yeah. So therefore, I, I don't think that's what happened here, but I don't have any evidence to the contrary either jim writes in and says people who teach hate or are hateful are not christians to be a christian you must follow the teachings of christ they may say they are christians but in reality they are not well see i think therein lies my point if you're gonna take the moral high ground but you're spewing hate i think you got it mixed up kboi news time is eight sixteen. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Our damn near impossible question today. We have people on the line waiting to answer here at 825. Chris, let's one more time hear the question and who it's brought by. Okay, you are playing for a $50 gift card to Deja Brew Bistro in Meridian. It's brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, a local company with a global network for all your real estate needs. Call 208-888-4128. And your question, last year, there were 2.5 million weddings in the United States. The average cost of a wedding last year in the U.S. was $29,000. The question, according to one of the top wedding consulting firms in America, approximately how many weddings in this country in 2022 cost more than $1 million? We're looking for the number. And if you get it to within uh, 1,000 of the actual answer, I'll give it to you. All right, Denise, you're up first. Thanks for calling us this morning on News Talk KBOI. I'm thinking it's uh, 13,000. 13,000, Chris you Walton. You are exactly right. I don't even have to uh, give you the thousand. 13,000 over right a million dollars? Yes. 
What in the holy smokes is that about? I'd like to announce, by the way, my new wedding planning service that I'm uh, starting today. No kidding. <laughs> hey, if you got a million dollars that you can spend on a wedding without going in the hole, I mean, great. But man. All right, Denise, congratulations and, to you. Well, and you know it's rich people because nobody's spending their last million on yeah. a wedding. How much did you spend on your wedding again, Chris? Um, I'm going to say it was between six and seven hundred dollars. Six and seven hundred dollars. Yeah. I did my... My wedding cost $10,000. Is that right? And I know because I paid for it myself, mm-hmm. which was fine. Yeah. I was good with that. Denise, are you married? I am. How much did your wedding cost? Um, I went in front of the justice of the peace. There we go. <laughs> How much did that cost? <laughs> I don't remember. I mean, it on purpose? Or? Years ago. <laughs> Was it was it two was it two bucks for the license? Is that All right? Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, about. Well, now, now yeah. that's thrifty. Now, see, now you're going to be better than even because you got a fifty dollars gift card to uh, Deja Brew. So, congrats, Denise. We'll put you on hold and uh, we'll get some information. Thank you very much. And for the rest of you that are on hold right now, sorry, Denise is the big winner today. That's just yeah, how well that done, works. Denise. Uh, First we will, try. we yeah. will definitely take more calls and we have a, a lot more in the show to, uh, to go, but we'll take a break. We have news at the bottom of the hour. KBOI news time is 827. It's 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. 841 on News Talk KBOI. Rick Worthington in for Mike Casper today. I'll be here with Chris Walton through Monday as Mike is uh, golfing and being an all-around slacker in Bend this week. (laughs) Good for you. Going to reset and uh, we'll open up the phone lines for you. 208-336-3700. 1-800-529-KBOI or pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Conversation this morning talking about hate and i don't understand all the hate that we are seeing right now um and whether you're on the far right or the far left i really feel like hate is exactly what your group is about whether you're talking about republicans on the far right democrats on the far left I think most of what we hear from people is about hate. And, you know, I'm not in favor of... I like to think of myself as as more of a moderate. I've been a moderate Republican and voted Republican most of my life. But I don't feel like I, I align with a lot of Republican values anymore. Especially when I hear about what the North End Neighborhood Association is talking about, which is all the pride flags that every year get stolen and the places that are vandalized by people who just hate homosexuals in the LGBTQ plus community. They just hate them. Allegedly. I can't think of another reason. I mean, mean, I'll just call it out. I think it's about hate. And it's, it's but I appreciate that you're willing to reel me in a little bit. Well, say, I'm, well, just, I'm just saying it's else. the simplest explanation. It's, it's probably true. But uh, Tom in Boise writes in and says, I think it's a bit arbitrary 
to suggest Christians are behind the disappearance of pride flags, while Christians disagree with the LGTBQ lifestyles based uh, on biblical guidelines. They generally tend to hate no one. I know of people that have no affiliation with Christianity whatsoever, but despise those in the LGTBQ community and are more likely to be your culprits. Despise is another word for hate. Hate, again, gets to the root of what the problem is. I just don't understand it. I don't get why you hate other people so much. And if I'm honest, I don't want to point fingers at MAGA Republicans, but it sure feels like when I listen to Donald Trump speak, I hear, I hate, I hate, I hate, and if I hate enough the same people that you hate, we're going to come together, here's a red hat. Not saying that's the way it is. I'm saying from the outside looking at it, I see an awful lot of hate. I see a lot of hate against the LGBTQ community in Boise. I know we've seen it in northern Idaho. I have a hard time understanding it, and I'm I'm trying to figure it out. Why does somebody go and steal a flag from in some in front of somebody's house? I don't get it. And why would you do it year after year after year after year? We've had this happen so many times, and we're talking about not just one or two flags that were stolen. This neighborhood group says 23 of them have been stolen. All right, I'll take your calls, and I promise I'm not here to bash you. I just want to hear what you have to say, and maybe you can help me understand what this is about. Danny, thanks very much for calling this morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Hi. Um, you know, the only thing I hate is uh, I'm getting tired of hearing the word hate because I don't think that many people really hate anybody, uh, whether they're on one side or the other. It's not about hate. I, I hate the issue coming up over and over and over again. Uh, I think very few people really hate anybody, but all you do is just keep harping on the word hate. Okay, and I'm I'm getting tired of hearing that word all right. because all it does all it does is inspire more hate. I don't think very many people really hate anybody, and uh, it's not about hating a person. It's about hating the uh, get in my face and accept my lifestyle, or else you're a hater. I'm tired of that. Okay. Danny, I, I think I follow along, and I, I promised I wasn't here to bash you, and I absolutely am not going to do okay, that. Uh, I absolutely heard, am not going to do that. You ever heard the, the saying, love the person, love the, the person and hate the sin? Okay, that's what's going on here. Nobody hates anybody, really. So is the flag, you know, is the pride flag, the flag then a symbol a of what you the hate? Flag is a representation of of a lifestyle that a lot of people don't agree with. And therefore, okay. it's okay to steal it. Yeah, if they want to... Uh, no, it's not okay to go on oh, okay. property okay. And, and take something. That's fine. I, I'm i not... A, I'm not but, but to put the pride flag all over next to the American flag, even in the same vicinity, is not right. 
okay? It's not right to steal someone's private property, but that flag represents something. And the people that are taking the flags don't like what it represents. It represents you, I'm in your face, and you better accept what I have uh, lifestyle-wise, or I'm going to uh, take your flight. Oh, well, that's fine. Okay? Danny, I appreciate the call. May I ask you a follow-up question that's not sure. meant to you know, get anybody riled up? I'm driving down Locust Grove yesterday. All right. And on Locust Grove is a person who is flying an American flag. Okay. And right beneath it, on the flagpole. I don't think that's right. Oh. It's not right to, to put that. To fly an American flag? flag? It, the, any flag with the American flag. Okay. It's not, that's not right. Okay? But it's not right to steal an American flag and burn it. It's not right to put the pride flag next to the American flag either. Okay. And if someone comes on some property and takes anything, that's not right. Okay? And that's fine. But when they do that, it's not because they hate people. It's because they do it because they don't like what it represents. It represents perversion and uh, is a satanic philosophy that they don't accept. And the, the pride people say, well, you've got to accept what we have to offer. We want to uh, turn your kids into uh, a boy, turn into a girl and all that. And if you don't accept that, you're a hater. Well, that's a bunch of crap. Danny, thanks for the call today. Here's the message from uh, James in Garden City. He says, Rick is correct. There is too much hate and not enough tolerance. It was shocking how many callers supported the idea of violence and supported the actions of the mass murderer in Kellogg. We will continue to take your calls. I have a couple of emails, and we have some instant messages as well. We're going to get to them all. Take a short break here. We'll be right back. KBOI Newstime is 849. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, welcome back. 8.55. I've only got two minutes here, but I promise we'll get everybody in at some point. Scott, you're up first. Thanks for calling us on News Talk KBOI. Hey, Hi there. Uh, how, how you guys doing this morning? Good, Scott. Thanks for calling. Great. Hey, um, so I have a lot of thoughts. Um, I agree with the, what Danny was saying. I believe that was his name. It's not a, it's not a hate, you know, it, we keep talking about hate all the time. I was having a good morning until I got my truck and turned on the radio, and it got my blood pressure up. Mm. I'm guess I'm guess what you'd call me is is a MAGA Republican or conservative. I, I don't identify as a Republican anymore. I can, I, I consider myself conservative. Um, and he's right on. It's not the people they hate. It's the movement they hate and how it's being uh, shoved down our throats. Look at Target and and, and Budweiser. Uh, there's been some. Uh, backlash about it and that's that's reflective of how people feel um i had a i had a trump flag ripped off of my house when are we going to do a show about that hate why all the hate for for uh president trump is that is that scheduled in the near future well i i think we did use that as 
an know, example. Yeah. Part of the example is but that... I'm sorry, I made me wrong. Go ahead. No, uh, look, we've got to take a break here pretty quick as well, Scott. So we will talk about that, okay? And I, I do appreciate the call today. But here on this program, we've talked about the fact that somebody had their Trump 2020 flag stolen from their yard. Or maybe it was a sign. I don't remember if it was a sign or a flag, but it was taken. And then the next day when Trump supporter put a new one up, it was burned. And he was so angry, he was going to sit at his house all night watching that to see if somebody came and messed with it. And he was ready to shoot somebody over it. So I get the being upset. It's the hate that I have a problem with. KBOI News Time is 857. Oh, I've got another yeah, we, minute. We got, no, we got about, got, 30, we got got about 30, 30 seconds. seconds see, time. I misread the whole thing. I, here, let, let, me, let me do this. Bruce, <laughs> Bruce says. Yeah, take it away, Chris. Rick yeah. doesn't know what he's doing again. Bruce says, you kind of hit, <laughs> hit on it, Chris, but I haven't heard what a true Christian should think, and that is that we love the sinner and hate the sin, just as Christ did for us. Also, are the flags that we are talking about on the light poles are actually on homes? I think the light poles, most of them. Now we got to take a break. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, 906, Rick Worthington in for Mike Casper today, along with Chris Walton. We will take your phone calls, 208-336-3700, 1-800-529-KBOI or pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, the discussion today is about hate and what I don't understand about those that hate, particularly that are on the far right. I say the Christian far right, because usually the Christian far right likes to take the high ground or the moral high ground anyway. But there has been some people on this program defending the fact that 23 pride flags were stolen out of a Boise neighborhood. And I just I don't understand where that type of hate comes from. I'm not condoning people stealing Trump flags or yard signs or stealing in general. Yeah, I just I don't understand why people get so so ripped up about a pride flag. We'll get more to it, but we do have some callers on the line. So let's get to Denny, who was apparently disappointed in something I said, but I promised that I would not be ripping on anyone today and I will not. Denny, thanks very much for calling us on News Talk KBOI. You're welcome, Rick. You know, I feel like you're putting the Republicans or conservatives in a, um, you know, a whole group. So the Bible says in Leviticus, God says man or woman, a man should not sleep with a man and a woman should not sleep with a woman. And like a few other callers said, we're getting this crammed down our throat. We go to church or we stand up for what is right. We're bigots. We're haters. We're all this. We can't, as Christians, we can't stand up for what we believe in or we go to jail because we're bigots. But it just seems like you are putting everybody into a category. That's why I'm disappointed. I see. I'm not mad at you. I disagree with you. I see. Well, I, I do want to ask you a follow-up question, and I will admit that I support the LGBTQ plus community. 
I absolutely do. But it doesn't mean that I hate Christians by any means. No. All I'm saying is, I don't don't understand why people are going and stealing flags. They're pride flags. That's not a symbol of hate. That's a symbol of love. Why steal them? That's not, that's not shoving their beliefs down your throat. That's just flying a flag. They do. But Optimus never said about Donald Trump's flag or DeSantis' flag that are being burned up. It's all about the LBGQ people that are getting all this recognition. And when we get our flags and stuff taken down, the news don't cover it. Nobody covers that. But it's all about the LBGQ. Have you personally had a flag or a yard sign stolen from your yard I'm I'm not accusing I'm I'm just asking because I w- I want to see where I where I where all this passion is coming from. Well, because um, you get Christian people arrested for standing up for what is right. You know, you can't pray in school no more. You can't have Bible study in school no more. You can't have anything but they'll let the hatred into the school. They're teaching the kids the uh, their critical race theory. They're teaching the kids how to do this. They're cramming it down our throats. And we're tired of it. We need to stand up and say enough's enough. I don't mind the LBGQ. They can have whatever they want, but they don't need to cram it down our throats. That's the problem. And when there was a guy when Trump was running, he had a, a sign. Every time you turn around, you walk down their sign, there was Trump on it, and somebody had the FU Trump on it. Every time he did it, it got ripped out. I sure so see a lot of I'm let's go Brandon flags. I sure see a lot of F Biden flags. I sure see a lot of those. But if that's <laughs> if that's what you want to do, that's okay. I right. just don't understand. I don't understand how you can feel like taking those flags down or stealing those flags is okay. I don't I don't see in any way, shape, or form somebody going on somebody else's property and stealing it is okay. How is that right? It is not right. It is not right. Because God says, thou shalt not steal. Period. I agree with that. I don't like it when people steal it. It's just immoral. It's just not right. Okay. It's immoral to hate people. So we agree. Oh, that's... Yeah. 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 So I I love it when you're disappointed in me, but we agree. I love that. (laughs) Hey, by the way, Danny, I really do appreciate the call. Thank you very much for jumping on board with us this morning. Craig has written in and says, I had to turn off your program for a bit and calm down as you really made me mad. It's bad enough that the liberal media keeps calling anyone that supports Trump a hater and racist. But when you are also spouting that off on my local station, I got very upset. I am a Christian and I support Trump, but I do not hate. I just live my life. You have no proof that the person that is taking the flags is either a Christian or a Trump supporter, but you sure jumped on that bandwagon. I agree with the caller that we are all tired of Pride Month being shoved down our throats, and if you don't like it, you are subject to the same rhetoric that you are espousing. I would never take someone else's property because that's not the right thing to do. I have a question. Is there any other way to say something being shoved down your throat besides that? I don't know. I I am not pinning 
these flags being stolen on a Trump supporter. That's not what I'm doing. I'm saying this is where I see the problem. It's hate. Hate is at the root of somebody going and stealing 23 flags out of a local neighborhood. The bottom line is hate. Instant message here. It's not signed, but it says, why does my opinion matter to the gay crowd? I leave them alone. Why can't they leave me alone? Why is my approval necessary? Why are they not content to allow me to have my beliefs? My God says their behavior is not acceptable. Why do they insist I tell God he is wrong? He is not. He is God, not us. I don't get to decide what is or isn't sin. God only calls that which is sin, sin, because it's something that harms us. He loves all, and I'm trying to do the same. No hate. So I, I've i been reminded of something that uh, a, a good friend was texting me a moment ago, which is this. If you have a rebel flag, symbol of the South, right? The Alabama battle flag? Yeah. If you're flying the rebel flag on your vehicle, is that a symbol of hate or is it a symbol of the South? Well, it does mean different things to different people. Has the pride flag turned into that as well, where its meaning is different things to different people? I'm questioning because I I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. I look at the rebel flag and I see a symbol that a lot of people view as a symbol of hatred for black people. That's what the rebel flag is to me. But I'm not from the South and somebody who is, it means something totally different. Should they not be allowed to fly that? The rebel flag? Somebody got in a lot of trouble for flying the rebel flag during the January 6th capital, whatever we want to call it now. During the unpleasantness? Yeah. Okay. So is the pride flag now the same thing where the LGBTQ plus community looks at it as a symbol of love, but other people look at it as you're flaunting your beliefs in my face and I can't stand it? I don't know, but people are stealing flags. Uh, This one's not signed. It says, so if it was swastikas in question under the same circumstances, would Rick still be all for those things or flags being flown? Is that not a symbol of hate more than anything else? I find the gay community every bit as offensive, but that's just me. Okay. The Nazis and the gay community are the same? That's dumb. Well, he no, his, that's his, dumb, Chris. His, Don't his, defend that. That's his, just his, dumb. Uh, I'm not defending it, okay, his, but his his point is is he doesn't uh, like Nazi flags, and he also doesn't like uh, pride flags. Well, there's a lot of hate there. Not that they're exactly the same. Lots of hate going on with they're, that. Dude. They're they're in the same subset of flags he doesn't like. Number to call two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. Got a couple of people on hold. We're going to get there. KBUI News Time is nine sixteen. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. It's 920 on News Talk KBOI. Rick Worthington in for Mike Casper today. Not trying to get anybody's blood boiling today. I was making a comparison 
that there's just too much hate out there. And I don't see another reason for someone to steal as many flags, pride flags specifically, out of the uh, Harrison Boulevard area. The Boise North End Neighborhood Association is, is telling us that 23 pride flags have been stolen. And it's theft, it's vandalism, and it's about hate. And all I'm saying is that, that we probably need to, you know, look at ourselves and maybe find a little less hate. And a little more conversation? Well, if that's what it takes. Speaking of conversation, Steve is on the line. Steve, thanks for being on hold nearly 15 minutes. I appreciate you waiting for us on News Talk KBOI. How are you, Steve? Yeah, no worries. Good. I'm calling from hateful North Idaho. Um, <laughs> right on. <laughs> hey, I do have to disagree with you on you said the pride flag is about love. Um, I think it's more about a political movement. And also, I believe it's it has for many liberals. My personal opinion is that it has become the substitute for religion. So it's not only a political, but it's also a religious movement, in my estimation. So my question is that you're saying, first of all, let me get it out right away. I think it is wrong to steal anything off of private property. I can appreciate that. If it's someone's, if it's someone's private property, no matter what you think about it, you should not be, it, it's completely wrong to go onto their property and take it. Whether it's a swastika or a pride flag, I'm not trying to equate the two, I'm just trying to make the point um and i am i've had multiple uh political signs stolen i've had signs vandalized and the vandalism the sign is slopped over onto my property Mm -hmm. so it's become more vandalism on my property so i get it um it's it's very frustrating um i had uh when we run our recent school levy i had countless no on the levy signs stolen from my yard by people that are pro teacher or pro schools or whatever. Yeah, I get what have you. And I mean, I don't know if they hate me, but they definitely disagree with me. So I think hate's kind of a strong word, but I don't want to reiterate what a lot of the other callers have said, because I agree with a lot of them. Um, I'm not sure if it's hate or just a um, disagreement with the message. And I feel as though the LGBTQ movement has sort of jumped the shark in the last couple of years with this whole transgender thing. I think people were much more willing to say, you know, live and let live with the gay lifestyle. But now they've really started to go after the kids. And I think that's where they've really jumped the shark. And I think that's why people are getting more and more upset with them. And this kind of stuff is starting to happen. My one question I'm not I'm unclear on now, were these flags on people's private property or were were they put up by a government entity? Well, I'll, I'll read you what I know about it. Okay says the Boise North End Neighborhood Association is speaking out on the 23 stolen flags off Harrison Boulevard. Autumn yeah, Street. To me. Yeah, maybe okay. they were flying them on, on like light poles or something like that? See, that sounds to me like public property, and I don't know why any government entity is flying a pride flag. The only flag I feel a government entity should be flying is a American flag and maybe the Idaho State flag. Um they're delving into politics when they do that. And so if it's stolen off a public property, I still disagree with the theft, but you know, I wonder if they went to the homeowners and said, Hey, can we do this? I mean, was there a vote to say, let's do this or is this just a 
government entity acting on their own volition. Um, I don't think Boise should be flying pride flag. I don't think any government or entity should be flying pride flags or flags of any political persuasion. Steve, thanks thanks very much for the phone call today. I really appreciate it. Instant uh, message from Frank. He says, good morning, fellas. I got to say, I'm with Rick on this. Liberty is for everyone. I also have a suggestion for those who feel like LGBTQ stuff is being shoved down their throat. Stay away from right-wing social media. These are the sources that are shoving this down your throat. Well, and I was I was going to make a, a, a comment about that earlier. I watch Fox News, uh, and I also watch MSNBC, and, and they're kind of, you know, well, you're getting different both sides of it if you yeah, want to. They're kind of different sides of the story. And uh, on Fox News, you will hear about gay people five times more often than you will on MSNBC. Because on MSNBC, they don't have any problem with them. And so Fox talks about them all the time because they do have I see. problems with a lot of what the people who have been calling in have been saying. So we have lots of people on hold right now. I have a line open if you want in. 208-336-3700, 1-800-529-KBOI, or pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. I'm just saying that at the root of this, I feel, is hate. Am I wrong? And what am I missing? And if you've got an answer to that, I'd love to hear it. KBOI News Time is 926. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 9.33, Rick Worthington in for Mike Casper today, along with Chris Walton. Glad you're with us today on News Talk KBOI. And the phones are loaded, so we will go straight to them. But I want to make sure I got this right. On line three, who is that? Ass is the name of the call. Okay. I wanted to, I wasn't calling anybody a name, but that's... Hi, thanks for calling us on News Talk KBOI. <laughs> How are you today? Yeah, yes, good morning. Yeah, I, I've been listening to the whole conversation that's going through, and it seems like everybody's missing the key element, and uh, maybe this will... Lay it I, on I, us. I know, Lay it on us. What is it? Is. Here it is. It's, it's hate. You're correct in that part about it being hate, but hate sells airtime. And peace and joy and nobody making a fuss about anything is boring, so you can't really have that. And the best way to get your point across is to create an enemy that you wish you could fight so that that makes the news and produce all this. So in other words, the gay flags that are being taken out are taken down by the, by the LGBT community themselves. And it's on video. I see. But it, get, it gets confused because you can't tell if they're putting the flags up or taking them down. But they're going to take them down and then act like they got stolen and throw a hissy fit and blame everybody else who doesn't really care. And I could tell by the people who called in, no one cares. No one that I have heard, ever talked to, uh, ever ever heard of, even gives a rip if there's a gay flag. flag. I mean, we're kind of annoyed that it's a whole month where veterans only get, who actually did do something, who actually died, spilt blood for this nation, get just one day. And uh, and somebody that is confused about their 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 gender. Well, see, is, that's where you're wrong. They're not confused about it at all. Oh yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are very confused. 
In fact, they have some of them changing back and then changing to something else. They don't know what they want to do. So what? What they want to be? So what? I don't. So what? Why are you so bent on what they have to be or don't have to be? So what? Did you cut me off? No, you're still going. Keep going, man. I just I'm asking you why is that your business? It isn't. That's all I'm saying. Well, you brought it up, man. They took their own flags down. That's what I brought up. All right. For, for the sensationalism. And, and that's not nothing new. That's exactly what the left does. They make their own straw dog to go to war with and then blame everybody else for it. I see. The uh, Hillary Clinton election, uh, those people were going to riot in the street. When Hillary won, they thought she was going to win. And they were going to riot and make uh, the Trump supporters look like all these rioters that run around spreading hate and spraying swastikas on stuff. Well, she lost. And they spent all this money to to front this uh, hoax riot. And every riot that's been has been a hoax. Uh, and uh, Every riot's been a to, hoax. Mm. Every riot that's been, say, Seattle... I mean, I mean, they're actually hurting people and, and destroying stuff. Well, I mean, I can the, I can look at January sixth. That's the only riot I'm aware of that really was a you know a planned thing. No, they were all yeah, it was planned. It was planned by the left. Oh, and you don't think so? What, what about no. the bomb? The bomb? The bombs that were put outside of, uh, of the DNC and the RNC headquarters. And I'm in, pretty in sure all the people that I've talked to that were. At the January 6th riot, were not, definitely not, on the left. Well, they Absolutely the not on the left. How about Ray Epps? Is he not? Ray I've Epps. never talked to the guy. I'm saying everybody that everybody locally that I've spoken to that was there was definitely not on the left. They were Trump supporters there because Donald Trump called them to be there. And, and that's called selective reasoning, selective, selective hearing. They did, they did, those people that you talked to never destroyed anything. Well, you're saying, look, you're, you just said everybody was there. Everybody that was there, they're all on the left. And I'm telling that you, you're wrong about that. That, dis- that destroyed. So, yeah, they were, they were sucked into being there because Donald Trump invited them to the, to the speech and invited them to, to, to march down the, to the White House. The people and, on the right or the people on the left? <laughs> both. The people on the left infiltrated that group and started tearing stuff down. I see. And blamed it and blamed it on the on the on the MAGA people. Oh. Just like the flags were being taken down by the LGBTQ, FRF, MFLB. Huge conspiracy, uh, probably fueled you know, by hate, which was the purpose it, of this no, call. No, no. You you can you can go look at the videos that there there's cameras all over the place down there. They know who picked who put the flags in, and they know who put the flags up. Picked the I flags see. up. I see. They're the same people. So no one's. Well, you think that? <laughs> okay, Harrison Boulevard is going to be ransacked by twenty three flags being stolen. We're so they're so inept with their law enforcement. They can't find these people. Wow, can't find these people. Where are they at? Well, I don't know that they're looking for them. All they're really doing is trying to keep their flags up and put new ones up. I mean, I hope somebody doesn't steal those, too. But look, there are other people on hold, so instead of cutting you off, I'm just going to say thank you very much for calling. You're very welcome. Thank you. This is not signed, but it says, silly question, but since the flags were put up by someone other than the homeowners, 
How do we know it wasn't the homeowners themselves who took them down? Maybe they don't agree with the message and remove them themselves. That wouldn't include hate then, would it? If I lived there and someone put it up in front of my house, I would remove it myself kindly, not with hatred. I would possibly even look to return it to whom it belongs. Jesse has been on hold for quite a while. Thank you very much for holding as long as you have, Jesse. Thanks for calling us on News Talk KBOI. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. So i got two points, okay? Let's have it. So now part of this has already been echoed by another caller. But, you know, I drive around the city all day. I do appliance repair calls. And there's only one street that I drive down where I see pride flag after pride flag after pride flag, and it's Harrison Boulevard. Mm-hmm. And it's not in front of people's houses. It's right in the median. Now, who owns that median land? It's not the homeowners. It's the city. Now, why are we paying taxes so that we can all say that we support uh, the LGBT community when most, when probably most of us don't? Why do I have to walk into a school on, you know, uh, uh, the open house and walk into to classrooms and see pride flags? You know, when when I worked at Teleperformance. You know, I had a little cubicle, and guess what? I couldn't hang anything on the walls. Why in the world should teachers get to hang whatever they want on the walls? We're paying for that property. It's public property. The walls of each classroom is public property. So we should have say-so on what gets hung up. We should have say-so on what gets hung up on public lands. Someone wants to hang a price tag in their front of the house, great. Enjoy Enjoy your property rights. All right. You know what? I think you make a pretty good point here. And while I definitely support the LGBTQ community, I, I do see where, Jesse, you're coming from. You want to put the pride flag on your property, no problem. Put it in the median that doesn't belong to you, that's a problem. Is that, that's what I'm getting from that. Is, is, did I get that yeah. summary right? Yeah. Okay. That's exactly right. Now, All right. the other point, you asked the other caller... What's the big deal? Why does it matter to you if a person decides to supposedly change their gender? Yeah, the so what that the I threw out there a bunch of times. Right. The, Go for it. The big problem is that that mindset grows like a cancer, and when you get people that are in that line of thinking coming after my children, the, you know, when you have government agencies separating the children from the parents because the children have a childlike fantasy or some imagination that they want to dress like a girl today. All of a sudden, the parents don't have any parental rights because of some delusion of a child. Children can't pay. Children, they, they can't. The majority of them can't drive. They have to be raised by an adult. They have to have a legal guardian. They can't just go off and live by themselves. So what in the world makes people think they have the mindset to say, I'm going to spend the rest of my life being another gender and not be able to procreate, not be able to have a, a fulfilling sex life, because I'm going to make a decision that that I haven't really thought through. That's why, that's my big problem with the whole trans thing, okay? Yeah. Because while there may be some adults who are over 18 that decide to, to transition, 
a lot of this transition is going on with minors. Yeah. So I that's a huge problem, Jesse. I I, I, I definitely I can't understand why you would, Jesse. I definitely understand where you're coming from. I think the the subject matter here is about hate, and I, what I got a lot from you there is I hate transgender people, and this is why. And I think I'm only suggesting well, that maybe we maybe I we look at ourselves hate. and find a little less hate. Is all I'm saying. I have hate for the same reason I'd have hate for a cancer, okay? Because it destroys, and that's it. We can't survive as a human race if everybody decided to go along with this transitioning and being gay thing. Then we would end up like dinosaurs. Well, it's a good I thing it's only. If we want to survive, some of us have to go out and have children. It's a good thing it's only a tenth of one percent of people, then, isn't it? Well, yeah, that's the other thing. You know how many people actually go along with this LGBT thing? You know, they they make it. It's, it's like according to surveys, it's more than fifty percent of the nation that uh, does support them. Well, yeah. You know, I don't know how much I believe all that crap. No one's ever asked me if I support it. Well, Jesse, well, they haven't had to ask. Jesse, all I'm saying to you, and I mean, this is this is really for you to look at for yourself. I'm not saying that you hate anybody. Saying that hate is the kind of thing that we could probably do without. Whether it's you know the Aryan nation that just hate all kinds of people. Or the guy that's living next door to you that hates homosexuals because he doesn't like their lifestyle. Saying hate isn't going to do you any good. All right? So, Jesse, I understand where you're coming from, and I heard everything you said. I don't want to comment on that too much. I'm just going to say, as someone who is trying to support people who are gay or trans... My wanting to do that has to do with allowing them to love who they want to love. It's all about love, not about hate. The hate's coming from the other side. Think about that one for a minute. We'll take a break. Got a few more callers we're going to get in before the show's done today. KBY News Time is 946. For your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 950. Just a few minutes left in the program. I'm going to get all the callers I can in. I know we're slammed with emails too. If we don't get to it, we'll still read it. We just won't do it on the air. Perhaps we can read some tomorrow. Kevin, thanks for calling from Caldwell this morning. What's on your mind today, Kevin? Good morning. Hey, Rick, I'm not with you on this one today. I uh, disagree based on the hate term. Um, they didn't catch anybody, did they? Not that I'm aware of. So you don't know their motive? I don't. That's exactly it. And, you know, hate is applied too loosely in society today. You know, the callers have said that. You know, hate is a term that I think is really starting to irritate a lot of people and know it irritates me because... Hate crimes are committed all the time. But hate crime, I don't even know if it's ever been committed against a heterosexual white person. I really don't. I mean, there was a murder here a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago in Maryland, where uh, three African-Americans stomped 
a white guy to death when they followed his son home and, from school and decided uh, to beat the father up while he was protecting his child and he killed him. That's not even charged as a hate crime. That's pure hate. And that's a problem. But what I have a problem also with this is as a follower of news, here in Lacey, we've had several things that would be considered hate crimes. Tagging in people's homes uh, with hate crimes and and I think uh, uh, something happened with, with the Anne Frank Memorial. All those things were tagged as hate crimes, but when they found the person who did it, it was somebody of their own. I I don't know what else other word to use, but they that did it, whether it was a, a homosexual person that, that put the homosexual tagging on their home or a, a Jewish person who put the thing on the uh, Anne Frank. In my history, that has been the case. More often than not, it has been somebody from their own group. And here, I don't recall any times here in the Boise Valley a Christian has ever been caught. Or, and I'm not even a churchgoer. I'm not even a religious guy. I don't know a time when a Christian person has been busted for something that would have been considered a hate crime. Kevin, thank you very so, much for the call. i got other people that I need to get to, but I do get your point, and I appreciate the call. Steve, you've been on hold forever. Thanks very much for waiting. You're on KBOI. You're welcome. You know... This this whole thing about hate, um, I think you're right, but I think your your perception is not reality. I think it's the your cause is misplaced. I think the left came out with this hate speech years ago. It was part of the political correctness movement of the Clintons, and if you start reading uh, Rules for Radicals, you will see. Uh, it lays it out in Rules for Radicals by Saul Alinsky, uh, just what's going on. And since Obama got into office, and they actually Clinton, uh, Hillary Clinton used that. Bill was a little different, but Hillary used the Rules for Radicals, too. And once you read that book, everything kind of makes a lot more sense to you. But anyway, that's my point, is that the hate is not coming from the right. It's actually coming from the left. If you look at the election of 2020... There was an article that somebody wrote in the New York Times, I think it was, or the Post, one or the other, and it, it discussed that hate is what won that election. Sorry about that. Steve, I, I hit the button. I didn't mean to cut you off there. I apologize. Darren, you're up next from Napa. we got a, two minutes left. Go for it. Okay, I'll go quick. First, when I was a kid, my mom used to say when I did something wrong that, that I, it's not you that I, that I that I'm hate, it's, it's what you're doing. This is what's kind of going on on here. I don't think anybody, I don't hate these things. I hate the ideas. I hate the ideologies. I'm 60 years old, and I've seen how this is, has promoted itself into something that was not accepted until we're almost forced to accept it. You said in the, on the news that, well, uh, you know, they don't say it on the, on the MSNBC, but you hear it more on Fox. Well, you don't have to because you can't turn on a single TV program without having it shoved down your throat. My wife and I just watched uh, the Diary of Anne, Anne Frank, and they and they and they stuck in. I mean, this is a historical thing, and they stuck in homosexuality that it was all okay and it was all good. Just don't let your parents in on it because they're the bad guys. And then the one thing that really scares me, and this is what it comes from me, it's not hate, it's fear, is when you said that people just want to love who they love. You're opening up such another huge Pandora's box. This, is, this just keeps elevating, 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 until pretty soon little children are going to be the ones. And this is what the, the, that they're hijacking our kids, that adults are going to be able to 
do whatever they want to with kids because they can't help that they no. love them. And they no. use these terms and they use these rainbows and they use all these nice things, pride, and they twist it into something that is so ugly and so vicious that it just it, it, it's, it's just so wrong. Well, Darren, uh, we're out of time, man. I, I appreciate the call today, and I wish you had called earlier because I'd like to have an opportunity to debate that back and forth, but we ran out of time today. We may bring it up tomorrow again if we got more callers and more emails. More than likely. More than likely. We'll see you tomorrow.